everyone, Vegas from Critic here, Jeffrey K. Howard, here to review The Last Jedi, uh, the uh, sequel, I guess, to The Force Awakens, I guess you could say that. Uh, this is the ninth film, I think, in the Star Wars series. I think I should know, right? I'm a film critic. Uh, now, just to, to be clear here, I'm Generation X, all right? So I was 11 years old when I saw the original Star Wars in 1977. Yes, I'm that old. And then I was 13 or 14 when I saw The Empire Strikes Back. And then I was like 17, junior in high school, uh, seeing Return of the Jedi. I got to camp out. My, my English teacher let me, uh, you know, finals were going on. I got to camp out. I was like the fourth person in Las Vegas back once upon a time to see The Return of the Jedi. The prequels, we won't even discuss. I mean, they are just the absolute worst. They're not Star Wars. I'm sorry, George. I love you, but I hate those films with a passion. And I I just will not acknowledge them, you know? Revenge of the... It's just awful. It's just horrible. Uh, but now, you know, and Force Awakens... I did like Force Awakens a lot, you know? But it just... For some reason, there was just something in it that didn't... That speak to me at all. And I was really frustrated by that. But I'm happy to say that... Re <laughs> I keep calling it Return of the Jedi. The Last Jedi is absolute perfection. It really is. This movie, I'm telling you, I, I was so moved on an emotional level. Just to let you know, I'm not going to give any kind of spoiler review. I'm going to do a spoiler review because, because, my God, there is enough spoilers in this movie to have you delete my channel right now and never talk to me again. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to give you my overall you know, emotional reaction to it and, my, and just what I thought of it in general without going into any great detail. I'm going to do a total spoiler review, which I really never do, you know, because I, I don't know what's a spoiler or not sometimes. You know, unless there's something really obvious, I'm not going to do that. But I I just wanted to tell you how I felt emotionally with this. So I saw this movie like a week ago. Today it opens today. I waited, you know, longer than everyone else. I wanted to just think about it for three or four days. And I was supposed to, I'm going to see it multiple times. Uh, but I saw it back on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, Disney was all secretive about this. And we saw it with a bunch of other critics here in Las Vegas. And uh, so the movie starts. And we didn't see it in 3D, thank God. And uh, Ryan Johnson, I have to say, just gave me my childhood back. I mean, it's that powerful. It really is. I thought I was 11 years old again seeing Star Wars for the first time. It hit me not only on an emotional level, you know, making me nostalgic, seeing Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, you know, back on the big screen, but just, just, it felt like Star Wars to me. It felt like it took me back to 30, 40 years ago uh, when I saw this movie for the first time, and none of the other films have done that. It really hasn't. And, and not only is it just a great Star Wars film, but it's a great epic adventure film. It's romance. It's, uh, it's got so much emotion to it. And, and only that we have new characters. We have new robots. We have new, uh, uh the creatures. And we have everything that's, that takes place in all these different worlds and different battles. It embodies everything that Star Wars is. It's everything that, uh, you, you use your imagination something that would spark the next generation of moviegoers. And I, I was always holding on to my Star Wars films, you know, so I, I really didn't like sharing with them. As I got older, those were my childhood, those were my those were my memories, and I don't like anyone else coming along, you know, making some sort of fuss about it, because you know what, that's my generation. You got Harry Potter, you got whatever, right? But you know what, what Ryan Johnson did here is not only did he do that for people of my generation, the old fogies here, giving us, you know, the, the conclusion of the story of Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, but also uh, to pass the baton to the next generation with Finn and with Ray and with it's just you just I can't wait to see you. this is the beginning of the of the next chapter of this saga and I I wonder what George Lucas thought I, I wonder if he's going to go see this and just see wow that is what was missing in his films he got so geo universal political it was just made no sense but now you know Disney must be just absolutely going crazy because they paid four billion dollars for for a Lucas film and they're going to make that probably just on this film alone. Now, I admit that I did 
tear up like three or four times in this movie. I got that emotional to it. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. You know, I, I, I'm just going to, no, I'm not going to say it. There's certain cameos in the movie I'm not going to say. And not only do we have great cameos in the movie, but we have uh, the new scoundrels. You know, Benicio Del Toro plays almost like this, not almost, he is this really evil kind of uh, double-crossing scoundrel. I mean, it's just, there's so many great surprises in this movie. I was just going crazy for it. And people were just blowing me up, telling me, what did you think of the movie? And I'm just gushing over it. I really am. I want to put it in my top 10. I thought it was that good. And I'm not saying because it's Star Wars and I'm being nostalgic about it. It is a well-structured uh, sci-fi action adventure. Ryan Johnson has not only given us uh, a Mark Hamill's character uh, when Luke Skywalker is he's trying to train Rey uh, as a Jedi, you know, but there's all these, all the backstory stuff comes along, you know, all the doubts, all the fears that, that Skywalker had hiding out on this Jedi rock somewhere. Uh, and then also we have the the Empire, uh, the First Order coming along, you know, trying to destroy the rebels, the, the, the ragtag little bit left there. It just picks up right off where Force Awakens ended. And also we have Princess Leia trying to escape, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, Snoke, you know, and just, <laughs> just totally evil by Andy Serkis. I mean, it's just, there's so much to this movie. There is so much. It comes in at, what, two hours and 20 minutes? It comes in really long. Uh, but you know what? It just breezes along. It really does. And what's also unique that Ryan Johnson is, and I just, I'm just being so nostalgic here, is that he uses all the classic John Williams themes. Luke and Leia, the love theme, the, the famous Star Wars, all that music. Plus, there's new music in there, too. And I really love the use of his creatures. There are some really strange creatures in this movie that just kind of blow your mind. It's almost sometimes I'm thinking I'm watching Lord of the Rings, but it's just total science fiction. Now, this is just kind of a general overview of The Last Jedi. I, I didn't really go into detail about plot. I didn't go into detail about who lives, who dies, who, who's, who does what, and all that kind of thing. I, I want to save that for the spoiler review, but I wanted to get this out there to tell you how excited I was for this movie. And I totally went in thinking, okay, we'll see, you know, it just seems like it's going to be a factory for Star Wars films. Disney, now just Fox and Disney are merging, you know, Disney bought Fox. Uh, so I'm thinking, you know, they just have, they own December 15th, they own Christmas for the next 10 years, the Han Solo movie that Ron Howard took over is coming out and and all these other adventures. And with, with, this, with this Last Jedi, I really have so much excitement now about Star Wars again, you know, and if you look on my YouTube channel, if you're watching on YouTube, if you look on my YouTube channel, you'll find the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. I go into a whole history of those films, how I saw the first one and all my memorabilia and all that and what it meant to me. I mean, I was really excited for The Last Jedi because not, like I said, it bridges my generation, the millennials, and now the real young. I don't know what you call the ones born in the last 10 years, but he makes sure that there's enough in this movie that an eight-year-old child could be watching up on the big screen and think to himself uh, or herself, I could be a Jedi. I could. It just takes you away. You know, that's what happened to me. And in the movie, he's really, uh, he takes a lot of detail, a lot of attention to make sure that the youngest fans out in the audience have something to identify with. So I just applaud him. I really do. Johnson, Ryan, you just did an amazing job. I don't know how you did it. I watched you on Jimmy Kimmel with the entire cast and and you know and Captain Phasma. Oh yeah, she's back and she's my favorite character. Where's my action figure? It's around here somewhere. But Captain Phasma's back for her. Everyone's got their own storyline in this movie. Everybody's got their moment to shine. And you know it's real heartbreaking to watch Carrie Fisher. I understand why Disney now was freaking out about her death. Uh, not only just losing just a great actress and an icon in Hollywood, uh, but she is an integral part of this movie. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker has a major role in this movie. These guys aren't just like, you know, lip service and fan service, you know, oh look, there's Luke Skywalker. No, they have major roles in this movie. And it's a it's a conclusion to their storylines. It really is. And they knock it out of the park. They both do. It's just a fitting tribute for Carrie Fisher's final performance. Uh, and again, I'm choked up two or three times in this movie. I mean, tears coming down uh, my face. There's one scene in particular. I don't want to give it away because, you know, 
I, I didn't know this this character was going to be in the movie, and it just took me totally off guard. And I'm sitting there with my hands over my mouth. So, oh, by the way, I was going to wear this uh, for my review. I wanted to go out and find a cool shirt to wear, and I found this one. Check this one out. This is my favorite one. Now, I guess over the last month I've gained a little weight, and it doesn't look that great on me, you know. So don't don't believe the labels what they say there. So just pretend I was wearing this. But I'm not, because I didn't want to look like, like I was hiding a bowling ball underneath here. So The Last Jedi is just the best time. It's going to cross over not only to every generation, but it's going to start a whole new saga with these characters. You know, and Adam Driver. I just love Kylo Ren. He is just so evil. That guy can do everything. You see him in Patterson last year? Unbelievable. Just a tremendous actor. And it, it just Daisy Ridley, she's just beautiful. Daisy Ridley? Yeah, that's how you say her name. God, I get so confused with Daisy and Ray and Rid, all this is craziness. And I'm excited. I usually write things down because I get forgetful. But I'm not forgetting how incredible The Last Jedi is. It's going to be my top 10. I'm telling you right now. Will it make my top 5? I don't know. I'll know in a few weeks. So make sure, like, I have to tell you to go out and see The Last Jedi. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard. Oh, no, I'm not going to end yet. i got to give you my bump. What is it? For more reviews and interviews, surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. Uh, also, check me out on iTunes. i got my podcast over there, so you can take me along with you. Also, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give me a thumbs up, share, and subscribe. That way you won't miss any of my reviews. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll do a spoiler review, I promise. May the Force be with you. I've always wanted to say that. I'll see you next time.